check out the Political Truth Apparel line. Covefe. Rhino Hunting Season. Secretary of Snakes. And more to come. Fun. Fashionable. Edgy. Cational. Go to Mr. C Online Store at www.thecreport.com. Click on the top right menu. Use coupon code 1776REBORN at checkout. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. How is everyone doing this afternoon? I hope you guys are doing well out there on this Wednesday, the day before the day which we, with which we give thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, is that a fact of the matter? Do we reserve such days for thanks as for days like tomorrow? Ah, a loaded question, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Lone Star State News. It is Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022. I'm your host, Mr. C, also known as Michael Aaron Gossetis. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I hope you guys are doing well out there. We're coming a little bit late, you know, this uh, this week on this Wednesday. I had some uh, holiday errands to run this morning and afternoon, so I wasn't quite sure that we were even going to have a Lone Star State News episode today. But nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, here we are, 3.30 p.m. Central Time, 
and uh, I am your host once again. You know who I am. All right, let's let us get this party started. Hope everyone is doing well out there. Let's see what's going on this after. Oh, 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 you are loud, sir. Turn it down. Okay, thank you. The sound is working, ladies and gentlemen. Rest assured. Rest assured. Okay, so, you know, 3.30 today, you know, today, ladies and gentlemen, we're doing great. Like I said, we had uh, holiday errands to run this morning, right? To ensure that tomorrow's festivities go off without a hitch. I don't know exactly what... Tomorrow's schedule is going to look like for Mr. CTD. For sure, we'll probably be doing, for sure, guys, you know, I know a lot of you peeps out there have your uh, turkey early, right? Um, and God bless. I hope you guys are having turkey tomorrow for Thanksgiving. You know, but uh, if in you are not, or if in you are, you know, we'll be alive uh, most likely in the evening for the C report. It'll be a Thanksgiving C report, even though I will probably be about to, st I'll be about to burst. I'm telling you, we might be on at 8 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. I understand a lot of you all might be asleep by then because of food comas and whatnot. I understand some of you all might actually have some adrenaline from uh, whatever activities you might be doing to keep yourself awake. I don't know. Some I don't know. Are people shopping this year? I'm not sure about that. I'm not, but I will be spending time with you guys tomorrow. Uh, so I haven't decided yet exactly. You know, I, did I do Thanksgiving with you guys last year? I'm not sure. I can't remember. I guess, you know, I think we did. You know, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Honestly, I don't. I'm sure I was in a food coma anyways. Yes, you know, I think I recall there being something about a food coma. I'm pretty sure I was on the air with you guys. Anyways, so tomorrow is Thanksgiving, right? There should be no shortage of turkey, hopefully, or stuffing in your life, ladies and gentlemen, particularly. Particularly if you are... Um, the celebratory type on such days. I am, you know, Thanksgiving, I'm all for it, right? Let's, uh, you know, it's not, it's not as if though, you know, we were roasting engines, right? Over an open fire, you know? So uh, lay off me. No, just kidding. Don't you dare touch my turkey day. Oh, ye appropriators of holidays. Okay. <laughs> we can leave Halloween for the pagans. Right, no, 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 no. We can leave. We can leave Halloween for the Satanists, and we can leave Christmas for the pagans. But we shall keep our Turkey Day, ladies and gentlemen. We shall keep our Turkey Day. I don't care if Amerigo Vespucci is the one who actually discovered Texas, because uh, it wasn't Texas, was it? No, it was these American continents. Right. Anyways. Don't ask me, Mr. C, for a history lesson, ladies and gentlemen. We're here to talk Texas news. That's what Lone Star State News is all about. So anyways, you know, I imagine uh, I imagine everyone is out there ship shopping, right? And uh, getting themselves all ready for tomorrow. Um, so, uh, you know, we're good to go. I've got a rather excessive cup of Java next to me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's it's a big one. Oh, it's a big old cuppa. You know what? Look at that. <laughs> okay, that was totally 
unnecessary. Um, okay, so uh, question was, you know, what is today's episode going to be about? I know I've left some of you all in suspense out there, particularly those who follow Texas news and current events. I have to apologize for last night, though, you know, because I am on the air live right now. We'll go ahead and talk about it, you know. What was it for? It was for um, the C report. Okay. I'm telling you guys, I've got multiple channels here on Rumble, including one that is specifically for the C report. And I accidentally scheduled it on that one, not on the Mr. C TV channel. There is a difference, ladies and gentlemen, and I do apologize uh, if I deprived you of any type of C-reports yesterday. Uh, I uploaded the episode on to the Rumble page, and you know, it wasn't working earlier when I tried. It's working now. Okay, so if you missed the C-report last night, you missed a great episode, okay, but it wasn't my fault. I am but a human being of sorts, and uh, I am imperfect. I am a one-man band. The sun does not shine upon, you know, these C studios of sorts, ladies and gentlemen. No, nothing technical speaking anyways. Okay, so uh, thanks for joining us live. If you are joining us live, if you're catching a replay, it's quite okay. This is Lone Star State News. This is Texas News and Current Events. I'm sure you guys are just dying to know what it is on the mind for today. We'll talk a little bit about Harris County. Okay. Did I say Harris County or did I say Harris is counting? Because <laughs> Harris County, ladies and gentlemen, no, 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 no. They stopped their count on the 12th. We got that straight at least. But, you know, a judge has ordered them to add more votes to the count, guys. So I guess Harris County is still counting, guys, at, uh, uh, what is this, election day plus 14 now? Okay, we're up to election day plus 14, guys. Come on in. The water's fine, y'all. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that. I got some other scattered Texas news, you know, yesterday, no, 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 Monday, Monday, we talked about Harris County again, right? Cause Harris County is still happening. Just like Maricopa County is still happening, right? What is up with these, you know, uh, very, uh, stringent that's way I can't even qualify that statement guys. I was about to say, what is up with these Democrat run areas when we have nothing but rhinos that are running, uh, Maricopa County. <laughs> Anyways, we're not here to talk Arizona guys. We're here to talk Texas because uh, a lot of people have eyes on the ground over there at Maricopa County. I'm willing to bet everything that I've been saying is probably going to happen. As far as whistleblowers coming out of the woodwork, right? You know, you're going to have people who are there working the line, I bet you, as they are just having all of these uh, uh, suitcases and suitcases coming up on three and six wheelers, right? Uh, full of ballots, right? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, someone there, you probably had like two or three people there, I bet you, that are going to whistle blow. But is anyone going to blow the whistle on Harris County, ladies and gentlemen? That is the question, Okay. That is the question, uh, because if it hadn't been for so many watchers watching the watchers in Harris County, I don't think we really would have gotten the, the, the full story of what's going on over there. You know, we're talking like Sheila Jackson Lee and all of her kin are running Harris County. Probably is what's going on in district 18. That's probably what's happening. <laughs> 
You guys are seeing the fallout of Sheila Jackson Lee and her kin running elections in District 18 in Harris County, guys. This is what happens, okay? <laughs> so let's let's talk about it, guys. We don't got it all afternoon, okay? <laughs> let's talk about it. Okay, Harris County, I voted. How many times is the question? You know, how many times is the question? So I mentioned, you know, we finally got a handle on it here at Lone Star State News. It was long about the 12th of November that they stopped counting in Harris County, meaning, okay, we've got our results. And then lo and behold, okay, it appears that a judge as of yesterday from the Texas Supreme Court, yeah, you guys see how I'm like rubbing my face, right? From the Texas Supreme Court has ordered Harris County to include more than 2,000 late cast ballots in the certified election results. So is it safe to say election day plus 14 that Harris County has begun to count once again, ladies and gentlemen? It's safe to say, and the thing is, it's actually quite sad that we have to say it. Ladies and gentlemen, shall we take this to immersive? Let's see what this uh, article from the Tribune has to say. You see these enemy papers that give us quite the trajectory of the way things are in Texas, guys. This is terrible, all right? So we're adding, we're adding what now? What are we adding? We're adding 2,000 votes, ballots. I mean, judge, my judge, are they lawful? I mean, you know, on a show like this, I think asking the question if they are lawful is valid, fair, and um, highly reputable a question. After a last-minute challenge from the Attorney General, county commissioners agreed to certify those provisional votes in time for the canvassing deadline. Now, yesterday was the canvassing deadline for counties across the state, okay, to certify their uh, 2022, 2022, not 2022, but 2022 elections. So it says here, the Texas Supreme Court ordered Harris County to include in its certified election results 2,073 ballots cast during an extra hour of election day voting. Okay, you guys all know about the election day voting in Harris County, right? Rivals that of Maricopa County, Arizona, right? Like they probably actually schooled Maricopa County on how to get away with it, right? And the only reason why we're asking questions is we had like three agencies. We had two federal agencies and a state agency watching each other down there during the Harris County elections 2022, guys. That's, that's what's up with that. See, but the state's highest civil court also ordered Harris County to determine whether those late cast ballots would affect the outcome of any races and kept alive Attorney General Ken Paxton's challenge to counting them. Shortly after the court ruling Tuesday, Harris County commissioners certified the results just in time for state's canvassing deadline. The court's ruling was a win at least temporarily, for local leaders in a fight against Paxton's attempt to discard thousands of midterm ballots. In an interview Tuesday, Harris County attorney Christian D. Menefee said the provisional ballots cast after 7 p.m. on election day should be counted. Those ballots were cast after a district court judge ordered Harris County polling places to remain open an extra hour because many locations had opened late that morning. That, ladies and gentlemen, would have been because of Clifford Tatum 
And uh, I guess the miscommunications between he and the precinct judges. I mean, that seems to be the picture that's coming out, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it says here, and this is, uh, again, the uh, county uh, the county attorney speaking. This is Christian D. Menifee. Now, I might add, ladies and gentlemen, in uh, uh, going over some of this information, you know, about Harris County and what we've seen, uh, Christian D. Menifee is not a friend of liberty, okay? You know, he's not a friend of, uh, I would say, constitutionality or constitutionally run you know, uh, elections anyways. Okay. Just my assessment of the county attorney. All right. Christian D. Menifee. All right. Uh, he says the votes that were cast during that time period pursuant to a court order are still perfectly legal and there's nothing in the law that prohibits them from being counted. So our perspective is that those provisional ballots are no different than any other provisional ballots. They are to be counted. And now, I mean, I would say just, you know, based on what we've learned, ladies and gentlemen, in the time that we've been here talking about elections and election law, right, and court involvement, okay, um, well, uh, let's just put it plain and clearly, guys, no one in the Texas legislature uh, created a law that said Harris County could stay open an extra hour or or open a few hours late, you know. Uh, but again, uh, there's going to have to be this investigation that the uh, Texas Rangers will be performing, apparently, and the Texas Secretary of State, apparently, will also be engaged in. So I guess we'll have to get to the bottom of whether or not Clifford Tatum will be the scapegoat in Harris County. And it really does appear like that's what's going to happen. And, uh, it, it, you know, Clifford Tatum can take the fall for this because, after all, it is the Texas uh, lawmakers who decriminalized uh, election fraud. So even if Clifford Tatum did this knowingly, even, he, even if Clifford Tatum knowingly knew what he was doing was going to uh, disenfranchise uh, thousands of voters and uh, suppress possibly thousands of conservative votes, he probably still won't walk away with any type of a felony because, as I said, I'll repeat once again, it is Texas lawmakers that decriminalized these types of activities when they passed their election um, integrity bill. <laughs> Chew on that fat, Texas. Chew on that fat. Okay, yeah. If it makes you feel a certain kind of way, it should, okay? <laughs> it really should, guys, make you feel a certain kind of way about the lawmakers in Texas, right? Yeah, it should. If you don't feel a certain kind of way, I think you're just not paying attention and you might need a big cup of java yourself ladies and gentlemen. Okay. All right. So uh, let's finish up with this, uh, this aghast article, ladies and gentlemen. Let's finish up with this aghast article on these uh, things that are happening in our state. That is this Lone Star State, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so uh, let's see here. Harris County officials argued as much in, in a filing. Oh, what did they argue? Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yes, yes, this Menifee guy, the attorney for Harris County, right? 
trash, okay? Harris County officials argued as much in a filing to the Texas Supreme Court on Tuesday that came one day after Paxton petitioned the Supreme Court to toss the late cast ballots. Paxton's office did not immediately respond to request for comment on Tuesday. None of the races in the election were impacted by the inclusion of the provisional ballots cast after 7 p.m. Like I said, Texas state law, ladies and gentlemen, um, is the prerogative of the legislators, not of the uh, county judges or the county uh, election administrators. You know, they do not decide when the polls open and close, regardless of Clifford Tatum's purview. After about a dozen locations in Harris County opened late on Election Day, the Texas Organizing Project, along with the Texas Civil Rights Project and the American Civil Liberties Union of Texas, sought a court order to keep polls open after 7 p.m. A district judge granted the order to extend voting hours in Harris County. On election night. So, uh, yeah. So, so you see, you had a whole bunch of, you see, because we had lawyers on the ground in Harris County, just like they had lawyers on the ground in Maricopa County. Like they were ready to do battle in Harris County. We're talking, uh, you know, the Texas Secretary of State's office versus uh, Harris County um, um, uh, County officials versus uh, federal officials who were invited in by the Harris County officials. You know, they said, hey, Merrick Garland, come on over because Abbott is sending his men in here. We need someone to watch the watchers. So you had all types of activities going on in Harris County, ladies and gentlemen. It was a total war zone this uh, election, proverbially speaking. There's uh, There was a lot of behind the scenes stuff that's that was going on and is still happening, ladies and gentlemen, I would suggest, based on everything that we've been engaged with uh, throughout this Harris County counting debacle, ladies and gentlemen, it is quite the debacle. Don't you think? This is Harris County, guys. You know, we're not even talking about Maricopa County. You know, I mean, fortunately, nobody is claiming that an election was stolen in Harris County like we're seeing in Maricopa County, but it is quite possible that is because the entirety of the red tsunami was 100% suppressed in Harris County. That's what we're looking at in Harris County. Multiple people whom may have actually had these elections stolen from them, but you would never know because of the standard blue that Harris County rings true with, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, we're looking at uh, we're looking at possibly uh, possibly undoing a suppressed red wave in Harris County. That's what I think, anyways. We're looking at we're looking at uncovering a suppressed red wave in Harris County, and quite possibly undoing a criminal syndicate racket or ring that's been happening there as well. And I bet you everyone involved is related to Sheila Jackson Lee. Anyways, okay, so getting back to this article. <laughs> Blame it all on Sheila Jackson Lee, okay? She's our scapegoat here, guys. She, Clifford Tatum, you know what? Don't you even tell me, Clifford Tatum. Like, you know, like you're like, you like, you're Sheila Jackson Lee's like, you know, nephew through marriage or something like that. <laughs> second nephew right gets the best christmas presents from auntie sheila right 
like those triangle-shaped rings, right? Anyways, okay. On election night, says uh, this article here. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let, let's let's beat beat back up the truck. So about after about a dozen locations in Harris County opened late on election day, the Texas Organizing Project, along with the Texas Civil Rights Project and the American Civil Liberties Union of Texas, saw a court order to keep polls open after. 7 p.m. A district judge granted the order to extend voting hours in Harris County. On election night, okay, the Texas Supreme Court ordered that any of the ballots cast after 7 p.m. be separated from other ballots. In a filing to the Supreme Court on Monday, Paxton acknowledged issues at polling sites but argued they did not justify extending the time that locations remained open. A trial court's last-minute intervention only made matters worse, he wrote. Harris voters relied on a court order that allowed them to legally cast ballots after 7 p.m. Paxton's push to toss those ballots was an attempt to disenfranchise them, said Alice Hewling, senior legal counsel, counsel for the Voting Rights Program at Campaign Legal Center. Now, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, to me, that would really depend. I mean, Texas law is pretty clear about when polls are supposed to be opened and closed. And I would argue, well, maybe you should totally redo the Harris County elections because this Clifford Tatum guy did them so wrong. OK, and he's going to be the one that's going to take the fall. Ultimately, you're going to see they're going to use him as a scapegoat. This is going to be part of their this is going to be part of the good old boys whitewash of Texas, guys. They do it all the time. OK, whoopsies. So uh, that's what I'm saying here, y'all. This is going to be part of another whitewash. They're going to use Clifford Tatum, the elections administrator in Harris County, as the scapegoat fall guy, just like they did with Isabel Longoria. And then, you know, if we're lucky, they'll actually get to the bottom of this with an investigation. But like I said, our lawmakers decriminalized, you know, election fraud in Texas. You know, current as it stands right now, Clifford Tatum you know, maybe he'll get the three strikes, um, you know, misdemeanors uh, and, and it'll equal a felony, but he's going to have to get three strikes to get that felony first, guys. And, uh, you know, the way that we have Kim Og, who had to do this begrudgingly, it's not like Kim Og really wanted to refer this uh, this investigation to the Texas Rangers. It's not like she really wanted to put, you know, Paxton on notice and say, hey, we had some election fraud here. I'm sure Paxton looked at her notice and was like, did Kim Og just send me an elections uh, investigation, fraud investigation notice or what's going on here? Is it Christmas? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's what everyone was saying. Is it Christmas time? Kim Og just referred an investigation into election fraud. <laughs> Oh boy, I think I think George Soros is going to send her some coal, ladies and gentlemen, but she had no choice. And that's just the way of it. That's just the way of it. She had no choice per the way that Texas law is written. She had to. She had to get involved, okay? And she had to refer it. Too bad, Kim Og. So sad, George Soros. Merry Christmas, Texas. Anyways, let's see if it goes somewhere, guys. Let's see if it goes somewhere. OK, so uh, let's see what happens here. Let's see what happens here. They have uh, they have a story of some precedents here, guys, for us to consider for some context. 
So let's consider this story for context. It says, Harris County was similarly ordered to extend voting in 2018 at nine polling places, but the state does not appear to have challenged those votes at this time. This year, Bell County in Central Texas was also ordered to keep polling places open at an extra hour on election night, but elections administrator Desi Roberts told VoteBeat and the Texas Tribune on Tuesday that decision had not been challenged by the Attorney General's office or any other party. The Texas Election Code dictates that votes cast during extended hours should be cast as provisional ballots, but they are largely treated as regular ballots. However, the Secretary of State's office, which oversees elections in the state, advises counties to segregate the actual ballots in the event of an election contest or a legal challenge. If there is an election contest or litigation, says Sam Taylor, spokesperson for the Secretary of State's office in Texas, uh, says they know which ones were cast during the extended hours and don't have to go back through and separate them out again. The Texas Civil Rights Project asked the Texas Supreme Court on Tuesday to deny Paxton's request to discard the late cast votes. Hani Mertza, Voting Rights Program Director with the Texas Civil Rights Project said the filings from Paxton and calls for investigations intimidate not only voters, but also the people. And shut up, Hanny Mertza. Okay, so I don't agree with Hanny Mertza. Now, here's the thing, guys. It really depends. You know, an investigation, I think, is merited. Okay. Um, keeping these ballots separate, I think is merited until an investigation is, uh, conducted. Uh, am I saying not to include them? No. Am I saying to investigate them first? Yes. Because we had what? We had, uh, what ballot drops like at nine and 10 PM in some places in Texas, uh, not just Harris, but, you know, even like in Bear County, for example. So we need to see what kind of ballots were getting dropped at this late of an hour, you know, in Harris County is a good example. They were saying that they didn't receive some of the ballot paper until 10 PM at night, guys, 10 PM at night is a little excessive of a tardiness when you're ordering ballots in order to keep your polls open. Right. Or or to even open your polls to begin with. OK, 10 p.m. at night. Really? OK. What kind of ballots are they dropping off at 10 p.m. at night? OK. And are these kind of ballots the kind of ballots that we want to include in a lawful certification? So that's all I'm saying is, you know, maybe, ladies and gentlemen, they should investigate first. Right. But this person, Henny Mertza, is just outright saying disenfranchisement. Well, you know what? Voter suppression. You know, but that doesn't change Texas law. And Texas law says 7 p.m. polls close. Okay. So we do have some stories of context here. You know, Bell County, that was one actually, I did have a story on Bell County from one of their locals on one of my tabs uh, as one of the occurrences that happened here in Texas, in addition to some other places around the state, you know. Uh, like Bear County, for example, which is interesting because, you know, there, there was a fact check article that I saw from Bear County. And it was like uh, Bear County says 
that um, the reason why they were calling precincts and jurisdictions early in the county was because everyone turned out for early voting. But then I have articles that say there was no turnout for early voting. Like they had 20% less people than they did in 2018, which I imagine is a heck of a lot more less than the turnout that they had for 2020, which means there was no turnout. And then we have we have an opposing article from the same person, the Bear County Elections Administrator, I guess, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Administrator Callanan. Okay, uh, Jacqueline Callanan can't make up her mind. Did we have a turnout or did we not? In one article, you say there was no turnout. You know, we had we had severe deficits for early voting. And then I guess in some debunk fact-checked article, she says, oh, everyone turned out. And that's why we were able to call precincts early on election day before even any of the numbers were returned. Is that a fact, Jacqueline Callanan? Is that how you run elections in Bear County? I don't know. You've been doing it for about 17 years, haven't you? All right, guys. Uh, let's talk. This man right here. Ladies and gentlemen, now this is Clifford Tatum. All right, he is the good old boy, fall man, scapegoat for doo -doo 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 -doo, Lena Hidalgo and the corrupt commissioner's court of Harris County. Clifford Tatum. All right, he's their next scapegoat. He's their next fall guy. This is what they do in Harris County, right? You you don't you don't even touch the commissioner's court. You don't touch any of the county employees or staff. Okay, you don't touch any of the judges. What you do is you attack the election administrator. How much money do you think this boy is getting paid, ladies and gentlemen, to take the fall? Clifford Tatum, Harris County election scapegoat. That is what he's going to be, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all don't make fun of my poo cup, okay? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of my poo cup, okay? All right, guys. All right. Anyhow, okay. So uh, this is this is your fall guy. Let's take a look, guys. I got an article here from the Texas Scorecard, naturally. Okay. Harris County accepts results of latest election fiasco. What Whatever do you mean, friends at Texas Scorecard? I don't know, guys. What do they mean? Harris County GOP says elections administrator Clifford Tatum needs to be held accountable for repeatedly violating Texas election law. Again, you know, I don't know how far. I mean, no, I mean, it, you know, for me, to me, it seems at least that justice will be served, ladies and gentlemen. But again, to what extent of the law? I mean, what is he, he's going to get some slaps on the hand. That's about what this is going to amount to, ladies and gentlemen, some slaps on the hand, because after all, after all, ladies and gentlemen, they decriminalized election fraud. OK, well, I mean, he he violated election law. OK. Scapegoat, 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 ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got to say. Despite ongoing legal challenges to Harris County's botched November 8 election, county officials accepted the results on Tuesday during a special county commissioner's court meeting, right? Because they're all, they're all, they're all crooked. They are all crooked. 
A last minute roll, except, okay, there was one that wasn't, let me see, uh, this guy right here. Um, Commissioner Cagle, ladies and gentlemen, Commissioner Cagle, okay, he, he called for an audit. He called for an audit of the 2022 elections. But the other three, uh, Commissioner Ramsey, Commissioner Garcia, Commissioner Ellis, and most of all, Judge Lena Hidalgo all did not want any part of that audit. <clears throat> Commissioner Cagle did not win re-election, and now they are a Democrat. He was the only Republican. He was the only conservative on the commissioner's court. Now it's a Democrat superpower stronghold there at Harris County. You see, they're building a they're building a crime syndicate in Harris County, guys, is what's going on. You know, you had the first elections administrator run for mayor of Houston. Excuse me? Is he friends with Lena Hidalgo? I wonder. The judge right here, county judge, Lena Hidalgo. Not pictured here. Okay. All right. So, isn't that crazy, guys? What we're watching happen in Harris County? Like, we're watching it happen, guys. We're watching them build a crime syndicate in Harris County. Okay. Now, a last-minute ruling from the Texas Supreme Court resulted in the county including a small batch of late-cast provisional ballots in the canvas totals, but identifying the votes separately to determine if they affect the outcome of any races. What cannot be determined is the number of votes not cast at all due to mismanagement by the county's new elections administrator. Election day problems reported by poll workers and voters included voting equipment that did not work, such as a ballot scammer, scanners that jammed repeatedly and nearly two dozen polling places that ran out of ballot paper. Chain of custody procedures that are key to ballot security were also ignored. More problems resulted from a court order to hold polls open for an extra hour, which was later reversed. A number of these issues were also reported to Elections Administrator Clifford Tatum during early voting. Perhaps most troubling, though, was the failure of Tatum and his staff to answer poll workers' calls for help in a timely manner or at all. Harris County's latest election fiascos made Tatum the target of at least one criminal investigation and a civil lawsuit over his mishandling of the process. Tatum was hired in July to replace Isabel Longoria, another partisan Democrat appointee who was forced to resign earlier this year after grossly mismanaging the March primaries. You see, guys, this record of uh, pattern that's uh, forming here in Harris County, you know, because this uh, election administrators thing, it's not been around forever, you know, and it's an appointed and appointed and appointed in other words, they're appointing who will be the administrator. It's not an elected office, right? It's appointed. And they're always appointing these Democrats who severely mismanage, mishandle, grossly mishandle these elections. The November election was Tatum's first in Texas, though it was not the first time he's been accused of botching an election. What? <laughs> Now, this I was not aware of, ladies and gentlemen. What the heck? Okay. Okay, guys, we're going to get the... Okay. Okay. Okay, we have to... Okay. 
Sorry, this was I, I was not anticipating this to be a Harris County special, guys, but let's face it, guys. If Harris County appointed someone who is a professional election botcher, we should know about it, shouldn't we, ladies and gentlemen? Because then it's like, oh, the cover-up is worse than the crime. Oh, we hired a doofus, okay? Because that's just what we do in Harris County, okay? Check this out. What does this say? This is from the Washington Examiner, okay? Oh, 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 what? Washington, D.C. elections. This dude ran elections in Washington, D.C. Are you kidding me? Washington, D.C. elections chief Clifford Tatum admits missteps. Whoa. Okay. This is this is like uh, I was not expecting to find this today, ladies and gentlemen. And this is from 2012. Okay. We're talking about this man, ladies and gentlemen, Clifford Tatum. The man who was hired to botch the Harris County elections, okay, for 2022. I think we could say that now, can't we? He was hired to botch the 2022 elections. Oh, this is just getting so delicious, y'all. Let's find out what the scapegoat was hired to do, okay? <laughs> All right. The District of Columbia's elections regulators came in for harsh criticism Monday, for their management of the November 6th election, with one person equating the experience to voting in a third world country. Were there missteps that took place, said Clifford Tatum, the executive director of the D.C. Board of Elections during testimony before a D.C. Council committee? Certainly. <laughs> But Tatum was adamant that any errors in election management did not affect results and said officials were generally satisfied with what transpired last month. We were able to conduct a successful election, Tatum said. We believe the system performed well. But others did not share Tatum's assessment of an election cycle plagued by long lines, ballot errors, and malfunctioning equipment. It was a disaster. Right. So it says it was a disaster and completely unreal, said Rachel Nigro. <laughs> Someone pronounced that word for me. OK, that name for me, who has served as an advisory neighborhood commissioner of Election Day at Kennedy Recreation Center in Shaw. Recre recreation. Let's go recreate, y'all. OK, Recreation Center in Shaw. One of... <coughs> Pardon me. One of my constituents compared it to voting in a third world country. Other advocates told lawmakers that some precincts were not accessible for the disabled, while poorly trained employees ran sites elsewhere in the district. Uh, Rochelle said in some cases, voters were provided with ballots that were not correct for their addresses, potentially allowing them to vote in races in other districts. Continu uh, constituents continually came to me saying they were handed the wrong ballot. It was the worst day ever for the Board of Elections. Tatum acknowledged that human error had caused the problems at Kennedy. It's our intent for that particular breakdown not to happen again, he told lawmakers. While Tatum said election officials are still conducting their internal review of voting processes on November 6th, he said new policies are in the pipeline.
Tatum said, we do not intend to make changes where we can make changes. We do intend to make changes where we can make changes. Also, Tatum did not commit to adding new locations for early voting in future cycles. He indicated city officials are considering additional sites. Okay, enough of that, guys. Clifford Tatum, professional elections botcher. Okay, clearly, professional elections botcher. But where does that leave him with Harris County? Okay, I think that's the question ultimately that we need to ask. Okay, so Clifford Tatum was hired in July, again, uh, in Harris County to replace Isabel Longoria, who um, resigned in disgrace for her botched and grossly mismanaged Texas uh, primaries in Harris County. Okay. So that's where we left off with Clifford Tatum. All right. Two days after voting ended, the Harris County Republican Party held a press conference detailing multiple failures by Tatum's office to follow Texas election code. On November 14, the um, HCRP filed a lawsuit. That's the Harris County Republican Party filed a lawsuit against Tatum and Harris County. The suit accuses Tatum of violating multiple election laws and procedures, claiming he allowed the election to be run in such a manner that it illegally disenfranchised tens of thousands of registered voters from casting their votes for the candidates of their choice. One example documented in the complaints in Tatum's confusing and ill-advised process for handling the county's two-page ballots when one page did not scan at the polls. According to the lawsuit, this new procedure caused a huge problem of colossal magnitude, allowing some voters to cast two ballots and making it impossible to conduct a complete post-election audit or collect evidence for an election contest. I believe it's in the public's interest, best interest, to get to the bottom of what Clifford Tatum did. And that was uh, Andy Taylor, the uh, Harris County Republican Party's attorney. And he said that during a press conference. And that was also the same day that Governor Greg Abbott called for an investigation by the Secretary of State and the Texas Rangers, um, as well as the Texas Attorney General's office into the widespread problems of Harris County's elections. Okay. So this is, this is, we got three agencies, guys, that are going to be looking at this, okay? You never mind the feds, right? Now it says here, um, Texas Secretary of State Attorney, I'm sorry, Texas Secretary of State John Scott promptly referred multiple election complaints to Harris County District Attorney Kim Ogg. Ogg immediately asked Texas Department of Public Safety Director Stephen McCraw for help from the Texas Rangers in conducting an investigation into alleged irregularities with the latest Harris County election that potentially may include criminal conduct. Meanwhile, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton filed a petition Monday with the Supreme Court of Texas asking for the county to exclude about 2,000 provisional ballots cast by voters who arrived at the poll after the normal 7 p.m. closing time on election night. A court had ordered some polls to remain open an extra hour, but that order was later reversed. Just prior to the commissioner's meeting on Tuesday, 
The Supreme Court ruled that the county should include the later cast votes in the canvassed results, but identify them separately to determine if the outcomes of any races are affected. Now, the uh, Harris County Republican Party chair, Cindy Siegel, said, We applaud this move by the Supreme Court and believe the elections administrator needs to be held accountable for repeatedly violating the Texas election law, which exists to protect the right of all Harris County voters. We will continue to fight to ensure all legal votes are counted and illegal votes are not counted. Spoken like a true rhino is all I would have to say about uh, Harris County chair person Siegel. Anyways, guys, this is insane, isn't it? I would say this is pretty insane. It's insane in the membrane, but that's what you got going on in Harris County at this time, ladies and gentlemen. For those of you who might have been curious to it. All right. Good, good afternoon, Disco Ball Chisa. Yes, yes. Got my uh, got my cup of poo right here, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> Might as well be with uh, what we're talking about with Harris County, right? Hmm? A big old cup of poo. Anyways, this is some strong coffee, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I I don't have my I, my traditional blend, but this is this is a Brazilian blend of some of some type. It's extremely, it's very, very, very strong. It's good. It's delicious. I'll be bouncing off the walls soon, ladies and gentlemen. I'm already bouncing off the walls with, with what's going on in Harris County. Believe you me, ladies and gentlemen. That is the latest update on the fiasco. Can you believe this about Clifford Tatum, guys? You know, it's like, you know, hire a professional election destroyer. Well, where do they find these people? That's what I want to know. How did Lena Hidalgo know to, to appoint Clifford Tatum to destroy the elections in Harris County in 2022? You know, here, guys, here, lighten up. <laughs> Join me, John Scott, at the Yellow Rose for the Poll Watcher program every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Texas time. Okay. <laughs> You know that's what John Scott means by the poll watcher program. All right. He's like, let's go. He's like the yellow rose, the red rose. Okay. <laughs> I should stop that, shouldn't I, guys? I'm being naughty here. I'm being naughty. All right. Okay. <laughs> People are going to be like, what is this guy going on with uh, John Scott? Okay. John Scott, guys. Yeah. That's our that's our secretary of snakes right there. John Scott. He's not the real one. Everyone knows. Everyone knows Jose Garza is the actual secretary of snakes here in the state of Texas. Okay. I, I just, I threw that in there, guys, just in case I needed to laugh. Okay. <laughs> that's exactly why we threw in John Scott, guys, in case anyone needed to laugh. It's like, uh, don't forget to breathe, Mr. C. Don't forget to breathe. Okay. Let's see. We got about 10 minutes left, guys, for Lone Star State News. <laughs> I'm trying to decide what story I want to end today's uh, show with. I got a few stories, you know, uh, that we could go through. Here. 
here. Let's do this one. Let's do this one. Okay. I actually might be able to squeeze in two more stories before we uh, end today's episode. So let's see what we can do here. Ready? Ready? Are you ready? Are you ready, Texas? Here we go. There. Okay. So, uh, oh, this is not even how I want it. Okay. I am just so, I am the master of antique climaticism. If that is a word, ladies and gentlemen, I just invented it. If it's not, okay. <laughs> well, gee, Alex, what you so happy about? Let's see. What is he so... <laughs> I thought, you know, if we share this story, we might happy face on him because quite often it is a it is an angry face right that we see with this alex jones character so i thought we would put a happy face put on a happy face for alex jones ladies and gentlemen okay uh story freshly coming off i think this is another texas tribune one guys alex jones has been ordered to pay 49 million <laughs> look at that smile Smile, Mr. Jones. Ready? Okay, hold on. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Okay, so, don't smile too. Where are you going, sir? Okay, wait. No, we want we want to see uh, when you smile. <laughs> okay, guys. I think the coffee is kicking in. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's go. Yo, 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 yo. Okay. Oh, okay. You know, Jones is not the first name. Okay, so. <laughs> Coffee is kicking in. Okay, all right. Let's see what this. Okay, I thought I was going to fit in two stories in 10 minutes. And here I am wasting time looking at Alex Jones and his sideways smile. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, we're done. We're done. We're done being dirty. Okay. Let's see this. Okay, I thought I thought he was already ordered to pay like wasn't it a trillion dollars, guys? I thought it was a trillion dollars. So now it's 49 million. That's still not some you know that's still a pretty big uh uh booty right there to pay, right? Speaking of booties, uh Let's see guys. Let's see. Texas judge rules Alex Jones must pay Sandy Hook parents full $49 million in defamation case. So the judge opted not to apply a $750,000 cap. Texas imposes on punitive damages, questioning its constitutionality and saying Jones had done something horrible and claiming the shooting was faked. Okay, so the judge could have applied a $750,000 cap, but chose not to. Chose to allow him to pay $49 million for calling it fake. A Texas district court judge has ruled that InfoWars host Alex Jones must pay, pardon me, the parents of a six-year-old killed in the Sandy Hook shooting the full $49 million. In, oh, so this is in addition to the billion dollars then. Is what it sounds like. In a defamation lawsuit, despite a state law that limits the amount of punitive damages that can be awarded in civil suits. So, oh, this is going to set some crazy precedents right here, guys. In August, a jury awarded Scarlett Lewis and Neil Heslin 
$4.1 million in compensatory damages and $45.2 million in punitive damages against Jones for spreading a conspiracy theory that the shooting was a hoax. Jones' lawyers were attempting to invoke the state's cap to slash the amount he owed by more than $40 million. But in a hearing Tuesday, Travis County District Judge Maya Guerra Gamble, which sounds like an activist judge to me, questioned the constitutionality of the law, which could limit the amount of punitive damages in this case to $750,000. The person, this person and this company have done something horrible, says activist judge Maya Guerra Gamble um, at the hearing. The law limiting punitive damages was passed by one of the last Democrat majorities of the Texas legislature in 1995 and was the result of a broader shifting sentiment against high jury awards in civil cases. And a 2003 law required that punitive damages only be awarded in cases where the jury unanimously agrees. Uh, the problem that existed at the time was that there were a lot of lawsuits of questionable merit being brought where huge punitive damages were being threatened. Former State Representative Joe Nixon, who authored the 2003 law, told the Texas Tribune in August when the jury award, jury's award in the Jones case was announced. Jones has lost multiple high-dollar lawsuits totaling $1.5 billion so far, for promoting a conspiracy theory that the 2012 mass shooting in a Connecticut elementary school was staged by crisis actors in order to justify the government taking away people's guns. Parents have said those lies led to a barrage of harassment and threats in the wake of the shooting, which left 20 children and six adults dead. Jury hearings uh, to decide damages in another Texas case against Jones, which he lost, will begin in March. His Austin-based media company, InfoWars, began bankruptcy proceedings this summer. Lawyers for Jones told Reuters that the ruling went against decades of precedent and that they will appeal it. An attorney for Lewis and Heslin, Mark Bankston, said after the hearing that the decision showed that Jones cannot run from accountability. Crazy, guys. Now, it says here, uh, disclosure, the New York Times has been a financial supporter of the Texas Tribune, a nonprofit, nonpartisan news organization that is funded in part by donations from members, foundations, and corporate sponsors. So I guess they disclosed that since the New York Times was included in here. Interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's going to have a chilling effect on free speech, but... Uh, what can we say, ladies and gentlemen, about such situations, such scenarios? Right. So that that's uh, man, that's a lot of money. Jones is paying guys a lot of money. You know, but uh, I think I've said it once. I'll say it again. Uh, you cannot blame. Alex Jones, in my opinion, okay, for the actions of others. And that's just my opinion. Okay. It's not like he told those people to do whatever they did to the parents. I'm just saying. Sorry, Herschel, we don't have time for you today. Besides, the story's not really that engrossing. Let's let's finish with this one, guys. This is a terrible tale. This is a terrible tell 
Uh, death penalty for a heinous Texas crime, guys. Death penalty for a heinous Texas crime. It's terrible, y'all. I mean, guys, this is this is a story that this is a really, really ugly, terrible story. So, if you're not for the faint, this is not for the faint of heart, guys. This is this is te- this story will either make you really upset, okay, or it might cause you to lose your lunch. All right, it might make you really sad. Uh, but you know, sometimes we got to tell the hard stories, don't we, ladies and gentlemen? what on earth do you think this woman did to deserve the death penalty ladies and gentlemen capital punishment Uh, you might think it's well deserved after you hear this story guys again very graphic details coming your way right now so if you're uh, if you need that advisory I'm advising you now step away from this uh, here uh, podcast and live stream guys What's going on, Revolt84? Revolt84 says, still not convinced that trial was real. Are you talking about the Jones trial, right? The whole thing, guys. I mean, all the way from his uh, total uh, supposed censorship, right? Right, Mr. Schaefer? Anyways, okay. But no, this trial, Mr. Revolt84, this trial was definitely real. We're talking about the woman on the screen here, guys. What is this woman's name? Taylor, I think her name is Taylor Parker. Uh, let's see what this story is all about here. Texas woman gets death penalty for killing woman to take the unborn baby. Did you hear that, guys? She gets the death penalty for killing a woman in order to take the woman's unborn baby. Ladies and gentlemen terrible story okay uh where's this coming from ntd.com okay this happened at the beginning of the month guys uh this story broke uh this is from new boston texas a texas jury sentenced a woman to death wednesday for killing a pregnant woman she knew to take her unborn daughter jurors returned with the sentence for taylor parker 29 After deliberating for just over an hour, the Texarkana Gazette reported. The same Bowie County um, jury convicted Parker on October 3rd of capital murder in the 2020 slaying of a 21-year-old Reagan Simmons Hancock, whose baby was cut from her womb and did not survive. In a statement to the court, Simmons Hancock's mother addressed Parker as an evil piece of flesh demon. My baby was alive, still fighting for her babies when you tore her open and ripped her baby from her stomach, Jessica Brooks said. Simmons Hancock's body was found October 9th, 2020 at her home in New Boston, a city about uh, 400 of about 400, 4,600 people. That's 160 miles northeast of Dallas. Her three-year-old daughter was at home when her mother was killed. Later that morning, Parker claimed she'd just given birth after being pulled over by a state trooper for speeding and driving erratically. The baby, Braxlin Sage Hancock, was taken to a hospital in Oklahoma where she was pronounced dead. 
Prosecutors have said that in an attempt to keep her boyfriend, um, Parker made herself look pregnant, faked ultrasounds, and even had a gender reveal party. Homer Hancock, Simmons Hancock's husband, testified that Parker and his wife were somewhat friends and that Parker had taken their engagement and wedding photos. In closing statements, prosecutor Kelly Crisp showed jurors a crime scene photo of Simmons Hancock's soaked in blood on the floor. She told jurors that Parker needed to be sentenced to death because she's a danger. She told she said that in addition to having her baby ripped from her womb, Simmons Hancock was slashed hundreds of times and beaten. Parker's attorney, Jeff Harrelson, told jurors in closing sentiments that words can be used to dehumanize and said that there are layers and shades of gray to people's lives. She is a human, he said. Harrelson said, uh, Harrison also said Parker was let down by her friends and family who did not confront her about the fake pregnancy. There was no safety net. Everyone oversaw the wheels were off. There was no safety net when everyone saw the wheels were off, he said. What a crazy story, guys. What a crazy, crazy, that's a terrible story. Goodness, what is world coming to y'all? My goodness. So this woman, in order to keep her boyfriend, faked a pregnancy, faked ultrasounds, and then needed a baby. So in order to keep her boyfriend, she killed her somewhat friend stole the fetus or the unborn child. The unborn child dies. A cop pulls her over. God, that's a terrible story, ladies and gentlemen. What this woman did in order to keep a boyfriend, that's just... How do you even... How do you even... How do you even jog a mile in someone's head like that? I just... It's not funny, guys. It's That's a terrible story. Oh, my goodness. Okay, guys. All right. That's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen, for Lone Star State News for Wednesday. Thanks for joining us live if you did. Hey, Rumble, what's up? Thanks for being here this afternoon. Give us a thumbs up if you enjoyed the information, if you thought it was timely, if not somewhat mildly entertaining. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you're joining us at Twitch, if you're joining us at Pill.net, at Foxhole, Clout Hub, Trovo, Odyssey. Thanks for being here this afternoon. Thanks for catching that replay. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Uh, join us. Why don't you join me at least? If it's not us, maybe it's just uh, me. Uh, 7.30 p.m. tonight. I think, we'll, I think we'll be on time for the C-Report. That's our America First and Election Integrity News and Views. 7.30 p.m. Central Time. That's about yeah three hours or so. So it's a little less than three hours from now, maybe, or so, guys. Um, should be a fun time. It's Wednesday, guys. It's hump day. I've been your host, Mr. C. It's been charming, y'all. It's been a charming afternoon. 
And uh, I think now I'm going to go have me some more coffee and donuts. We'll see you guys at 7.30 p.m. Uh, Till then, take care and uh, be good. All right. Go have a good lunch. Don't eat donuts like me. We'll talk to you later. Bye. government money ATV groceries would lose if we started drug testing people who get food stamps that's how they did us Texas that's how they did us they passed an election any of you guys think that true vote was set up by the FBI Busting down the walls of not just the political rhinos, but... I like to moonlight as someone who knows a thing or two every now and then. Wanna vote on election day? Let's talk about Georgia. Uh, President Trump truthed about this earlier. Ballot images missing, right? Drop boxes with no video. And Disney's like, well, we don't care about that. We're gonna die on this hill. We're gonna be gay and we're gonna rape our children no matter what you say, because we are Disney. Uh, we don't normally run see in the dark uh, during the week. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, what the heck is this bald band talking about? Uh, you know, multiple broadcasts and shows come here on Mr. CTV channel. Uh, so you've got your C report Monday through Friday in the evening hours, right? And uh, we do see in the dark, which is a late night weekend talk show kind of, you know, broadcast, right? So guys, watch out. We got a swamp creature coming to the screen. So look out now. Look out now. <laughs> oh no, it's wretched Gretchen Whitmer. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Mr. C from The C Report, and I'm stopping in for just a sec to encourage you guys to head over to thecreport.com. At thecreport.com, you can get more information on The C Report, check out episode resources, follow our blog and get new articles every week, join our mailing list, and stay abreast on the latest news and information. That's right, head on over to thecreport.com, that's www.thecreport.com, and be sure to follow us on our social medias, Truth Social, Rumble, Twitch, Clout Hub, and Hill.net.